Don's win again. Welcome back to the Don Pod. I'm Sam. I'm here with Nathan. Hello, Nathan. How are you? I'm super. Thank you, Sam. How are you? I'm well. We won. That's, that's what we need in life. That's what we Two do. In win. Two in a row. Can you believe? Um, gonna get marching back. on towards the premiership, Sam. Just yeah. Don't tell anyone. That's like 2032, though. We're marching, though. Don't worry about that. We are marching. Um, the Mighty Dons 15 10 100 defeating the very scrappy Lions 13 12 90. Um, disposals Merritt, another great game 31, Hind, another good game 27, Caldwell and Ridley 26. For the depleted Lions, I guess McCluggage 29, Starsevich 26, and Lockie Neal, the destroyer, just the 21. Uh, in front of the big sticks, right five goals, Langford four. And then singles to Hobbs, Caldwell, Draper, Guelphie, Heppel, and Scheel. Loving that list of singles every week. It's pretty bloody good. For the Lions, McCarthy three, McInerney and Robinson two, Rayner, Danaher, Hipwood, Cameron, Fort, and the first game of Michael with a lovely one, just the one. Um, we're a bit indifferent, aren't we? <laughs> uh, well, we're scared. I'm... We don't want to lose that pick three. No, well, that's right. I did find myself towards the end of the match saying, I really don't mind if Brisbane win this because, you know, I think we've shown in the game that, oh, we played really good footy. You know, they're a better team than us. They probably should have run over us at some stage. Looked like they just, they were really, I'd say crap, to be honest. Like I know people are going to say they had players out, but they played very poorly. Like they did not defend the ground. We had something like, you know, about 80 more uncontested um, marks. Yeah, we were double at half time for uncontested ball. And that tells you that they're not anywhere covering the game. And watching the game, like there was hardly pressure on the, you know, the play moving. And we were just as bad. We were letting them go up the other end any time they wanted. So, but, you know, it's been a while. I couldn't tell you when since we've beaten Brisbane at Brisbane. I was actually told today that we have a really good record against them up there with the last year's loss yeah. about the only loss we've had to them for a while. Yeah. So there you go. Um on that hard to believe because I've read somewhere that they were like the one thirty-one of their thirty-three games up there or something like that. All right. Well, we'll quickly fact check that as we go. Um, I was going to say something then. Uh, who who is your star? Well, we need to talk about a few players actually. Probably the well, best on ground, the most influential player. I know I asked you the question, but it was John Caldwell. Oh, he was brilliant. And again, young player. Like, what? How many games did Jai played? Twenty. Don't, I'm trying to research something else. Get we started. really should just research. We should know more about our players before we go into it. Let's just say number 27, and we'll make sure that we'll pretend that's real. Like he's played 27 games of football. He's, you know, was a number 11 pick. And now all of a sudden he's been given that task, which I believe he sort of put his hand up for. And um, just, wow. Like, to keep Lockie Neal. And and like, I don't think it he was, he didn't, I don't reckon he gave away a free kick either to Lockie Neal. Like, wasn't that sort of, you know, where he was right on the edge of giving away free kicks all the time. He just he just beat him. He just got in front of him and played really well. Yeah, and I th- I would have been happy with the game if he'd kept Neil to 21 and no impact on the scoreboard, but the fact he had near 37 tackles, a goal mm. the other way, and a very good goal, goal when goal, it was yeah. really important. Mm. Um, There's a lot. Real, got the nine, nine coaches' votes uh, for Jai, along with Wright, who actually got nine as well. Yep. Um, now, just go. Okay. No, no, you go, please. I was going to say, do we do we now say that we've got a defensive midfielder? I think we've got a yeah, a midfielder capable of mm. 
playing defensive roles on a player, we were, but I he was, was still damaging. He still exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm, I was go back to sort of Cameron Ling, who used to be how to you know tag someone or keep them you know not as effective, but still get a lot of the footy himself. Mm. Um, and I always thought it was going to be kind of McGrath because he you know had sort of a lot of attributes that work well. But after that game, I'm like. So if we come up against a team that we're worried about one or two guys, and, and I think, you know, it's whole team defense, obviously, in these things, but there's nothing wrong with plonking him on them and say, well, you do a bit of work on him and get your own footy. Yep. Exactly. And that's what he did. And it was mm. influential. Um, just on the Gabba. So we lost to them last year, specifically at the Gabba. That is the last loss against them at that venue since, or sorry, May 2009. Wow. Who knew? We did lose to them at Carrara. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. We've lost to them in Melbourne, but specifically at that yeah. ground. Fair uh, decent little record. Uh, now, my other boy, my boy, your boy, our boy. Boy. He's ours. Boy, Is that yours? He's ours. Big two-litre, seven-seater air conditioner, Peter. Yeah. Five goals. Another lovely pure strike from outside 50. Um, fifth in the Coleman. Equal fifth with someone. I have it here. Bear with me. Um, King. Max King. Yep. Um, 10 goals off the leader now in Kurnow. Yep. So what a pickup. You've got some stats on him. Well, I did a little. I was couldn't sleep this morning uh, at about 4.30, so I started thinking about it. And I was wondering, I was curious to know, what, how many goals in the two years since, so the transition of when he came to us and Danaher went to there. Um, so Danaher's kicked 72 goals in that two years. How many games? Uh, I didn't do games because I don't okay, care. Because, okay, okay. well, I know he's had a few weeks injuries here. Like he missed well, they're both at games. the same time. That's fine. Yep. Yeah, well, it's just over the last two years. If you get injured, that's part of not being durable. That's not my problem. Um, whereas Peter Wright has kicked 69. Now, three goals difference. Now, to throw a bit more icing on the top of that take. Please do. For the first, I'm not sure if it was first first year or first two years, Gold Coast actually had to pay most of his wage mm-hmm. when he came to us. Definitely the first season. Yeah, definitely first season. The other thing about that is when Danaher left, we got a compensation pick, which pick seven turned into pick nine because of what happened at the draft. Yep. That was Archie Perkins. Was it? I thought it was Reed. No, it was Perkins. Okay. I did the research. Okay, good good job. <laughs> so, all up, we got a guy from basically nothing who's kicked three less goals and Archie Perkins. And is and three years younger. Fifth in the Coleman. So, all up, it's Moneyball. To be honest, has a way better nickname. And to be honest, like in the game, like watching Joe Danaher play, I couldn't get over how just genuinely useless he was. Like, like can, he was just. Can we talk about Laverde though? On that, yeah, hundred percent. Um, now you just told me before we hit record that Lav has conceded the most amount of goals uh, than any other player in the comp, yep. which I am very forgiving of because of the tasks that yep. he has had. But every time the ball was kicked to Danaher. It was a wrestle. It was body. Mm. It mm. was challenge. And it, I mean, Danaher kicked what one one was it? Yep. Just giving away. He wouldn't 10, let him get a run and jump at it because he knew that's where Danaher is. Dangerous. And the goal Joe kicked was on the ground. Yeah. Like yep. The ball hit the deck, and he was he's agile. That's one of his strengths. He's very very good at that. That's his, that's where he's better than Peter, I reckon. Well, yeah, but Peter's solid. Well, Peter's. There's not many guys that are Joe Danaher's height that are as as agile, agile as him. Yeah. I like that we're on first name basis here with Pete. Yeah, it's probably Max King and all the other King, maybe the Kings. They're they're pretty good. 
Well, and Jeremy Cameron and Kerno is pretty agile as far as it goes. Jeremy Cameron wouldn't be 203 centimetres. Oh, no, not that height, but as yeah. a big forward, he's fairly... Yeah, yeah. Well, Jeremy agile. Cameron's very, very agile. 196, Cameron. Yeah, that's not 203, mate. Oh, thanks. I did pass Kinder. At, um, I know they're well, not the did thing. numbers. Thank you, yeah. Um, so, yeah, big ups to Lav. That was a great game. And the other one I want to approach. Yep. And BZT again. He's everywhere. Seriously. What what did he drink? What did he have something? <laughs> we can't go there. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll take that back. But this but I was a bit skeptical about him in the last, you know, year or two. He'd play a game or two and you go, Oh, geez, he looks nervous, you know, he looks lost. But the number of times he just was in the right spot to take an uncontested mark because he was reading and he was brave enough to run off a man, because I'm sure he had someone near him. I just couldn't see him. But he was and that tackle he did on Neil, I think in the like the last quarter was great. Um, like it was just like, he just is showing so much. And if we can get him going like that and read, if we can get fit and come back, then I really think we've got a there's our three or four tools to pick your best, you know, depending on who we're playing. But Laverde's playing a brilliant job and playing on extra tall players. Ridley was, I thought, a lot better too in this game. He seemed to be a bit more free. He sort of, you know, wasn't trying to cover too much. He's playing a on a man and then floating across and getting involved the way we want him to do. And then he's kicking and his decision-making is really important. Yeah. Um, 26 touches for your sort of one of your better defenders is mm. huge. Um, Merritt, another good week from Zachy Merritt. Probably awesome. missed a goal he should have kicked, but yep. 31 touches um, and just finding form again when we were pretty critical mm. of him. A few and eight tackles. Ago. Yeah, eight tackles. Um, who else did we give? Oh, that was our votes. Never mind. I thought Shield was very good too. Yes. I, oh, Langers. Lang. Oh, I've got a bit of Langers here. Four. He's best. I've got a cheat sheet here. Why am I looking at my cheat sheet? Jesus. Well, the other one I'd like to mention, Sam, who's I'm a bit critical of, was Guelphy. Mm-hmm. And I there was a play like he played really well. I thought, and I actually I wondered if it's because he was further up the ground, playing more of a almost a wing role, sort of swapping with Langford, who'd gone more to that half forward role, who. I, I wouldn't mind him playing a lot more football in that role because he's just so hard to match up on. Anyway, there was a point where Guelphie had two players on him um, and he just fought and scratched and got the ball out and I think got a free kick to it for it as well. Like he just really played a great game. Got a free kick right at the end, putting his head over the ball. Yep. I and wholeheartedly kicked the goal. agree. I don't know what the Brisbane players meant to do, but as long as our bloke has his head over the footy, picking yeah. it up. Then, we were going to win it at that point, I felt. Like, with 40 seconds to go, it was deep in our Ford 50. Yeah, would have been. They had to do a lot to get it out of there. Yeah. But, like I said, as long as our bloke's got his head over the football, and as long as you are getting the football, then you should be protected. And that's what yep. the free kick was for. So, um, I might feel differently if it was against us, but that's, that's my hot take. Yep. Um, pretty... The game as a whole was not pretty. It wasn't a great game. We were pretty poor. They were really poor, for, especially for the standard they expect. But we talked about this. No, no, Harris Andrews was the big one mm. because obviously Pete kicked five Pete. and whoever was on Peter Wright just did not play him right at all. I've never seen Peter Wright look so friggin' solid in the air. That was unreal. Well, that goes back to that. What, what Langford was doing to Danaher that the Brisbane yeah, defenders were not doing to, um, they were letting him run and jump at yeah. a lot of balls. And yeah. when he's, you know, Heidi is. He took some really nice marks. Yep. Um, so no Harris Andrews, no Daniel Rich, who's their best ball user off halfback for yep. sure. Uh, Coleman is a pretty unknown. Been playing well. He's 
been playing well. And no Zorko, who's been in and out of the side anyway. Yeah, he's been pretty injured this year. Last time we played him, he was limping around, remember? Yeah. They had good players out, but their midfield was still McCluggage, was still Neil, was still Jared Lyons. Yep. Um, and they both Ruckman played. McInerney, who actually was the one that did hurt us on the scoreboard. Yep. Um, and then they still had their forward line of Hipwood, Danaher, Charlie Cameron, uh, Mitch Robinson kicked her. I don't know how that happened, but anyway. Yeah. Um, He's a big celebrator. He's one of those, he celebrates oh, he a, it, like a first quarter goal is a big celebration. I'm not, I'm a bit, yeah, it's just yeah, back like that it. down. Like fourth quarter celebrations I'm all for. Mitch Robinson's a bit of a meme though. I do like him. Um, <laughs> but they still had good players on the park and yeah, yeah. they had a shit game. I'll give them that. But mm. it wasn't just because they were missing what I would class to be three critical players from the back half. But, you know, your midfielders can still do a job to get the ball forward. You, and your defence isn't, as we know, your defence isn't solely reliant on Harris Andrews. And if they can't cover that, they've they're got issues. Gonna, they're not going to win flags. R- Richmond covered Rance. Yeah. I don't, was that 2018? So they didn't win the flag, but they it were was, bloody good. No, I reckon that they did win a flag when he wasn't. Oh, was it the oh, year? Yeah. Was it 2019? Yeah. Yeah, um, they lost Rance in like round two. Yep. And won the flag. So yep. depth, depth is important. Yeah, um, and players knowing to play their role and how to, and how to cover other players. Like, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I, as much as I'm going to sit here and be like, yeah, it was a pretty pretty depleted Brisbane side. We've still got to go out there as a team that is third last on the ladder, <laughs> and kick a hundred points again. Hmm. At the time of playing them, we've now beaten sixth, sixth, and third. Yep. There's some good signs. And, and, and I agree with you. Look, Brisbane were ordinary, but that's not our fault. No. We, we, we can only how play often, the team they put out in the park. And how often we, do we play a shit side and we play their level? Yep. Yeah, no. Look, uh, the big concern still for us was how we defended. We, you know, they waltzed down the other end pretty much as they wanted. What I think I'm seeing is what gets us in games is the way we're attacking now. And because of guys like, Stringer, Langford, and probably a bit of Snelling, but you know Peter Wright and, and Jones. So we've got more options. Whereas when we were in trouble, those games, you know, when we just couldn't go forward, it's because Peter Wright was about the only target up there, and he was in the ruck, you know. And when he went in the ruck, we talked about how that just made us horrible. And by playing Phillips and um, um, Draper, who is one of the most excitable young men going around in football, sound. <laughs> To see him kiss Guelphie at the end of the game on the lips. Nah, I did see a lovely little photo of him in the rooms with his Powerade. Yep. A bit of Titanic about it. Paint me like yep. one of your French girls. Yep. No, he's um he's just so... I, was just, I saw a comment on Twitter. It's like an under-14 kid, an overaged under-14 kid playing who doesn't really know how to play the game and he's just running around, you know, bustling through everyone and... That goal he kicked, I swear, he nearly misses his foot every time he kicks the football. He nearly missed that too. If you watch the replay from one angle, it's going straight across, nearly hit the left-hand post. Yeah. But, um, yeah. There's not a lot to talk about with this one, I don't feel. I think they were crap. I'm really excited about next week. What do you feel? Well, we'll get to that. Can we just go on that for a minute? Um, I want to do the Willie Dick, Who Am I? Because we copped a lot of hate. Really, We copped it last week because we... um, from I, I didn't. I chose not to put it in. It was a conscious decision. I, I didn't forget because um, we had a big win against the Swans. Bit of an up you to the Swannies. Whereas this is a bit more. Yeah, up yours, Joe. And that's about it. 
I was so happy with Big Joe Donahue. That yeah. brought me so much joy. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, so the, how, who am I? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. First one in two weeks. How are you feeling? Horrible, as always. Um, you know how I am at these things. I'll just... Um, Kyle Langford. Hey. Swear yeah. to God. If, if it was Kyle, like... <laughs> bring the whole show down. Oh, funny. So, first clue for six points. Yep. I played 209 games of AFL football, winning 107, losing 101, and drawing just one game. What? Sorry, you might not be Essendon, so that's the thing I'm going to pick up from that. Can you do that again, please? Do you want the clue again? Yes, please. Cool thing. I played 209 games of AFL football. Mm-hmm. I won 107, lost 101, and drew one. He says doesn't, but he doesn't play for Essendon. Um, Tommy Hafey. Well, no, for five points. I <laughs> really, that's hard to guess. You got to admit that's hard that's to guess. Point. A player. This is the point of the six-point guess, right? That is the whole idea. For five <laughs> points, I grew up in Broken Hill and Ooh. was drafted to Essendon from the Bendigo Pioneers. Okay, Bendigo I should know this. Well, not yet. You haven't had a lot of information. Yeah, but there not many have come from... Jake Stringer did... No, no, no. That was... um, Dustin Martin came from the Bendigo Pioneers. Have you said he played for Essendon? He was drafted to Essendon from the Bendigo All right, Pioneers. Yeah, okay. No, Dustin Martin. I don't know. Yeah, wait, Dustin Martin wasn't drafted but No, but I don't know. I can't think of any other Essendon player that's come from Bendigo at the moment. Me. Can I? Righto. Uh, Danny in the chat has got it. Damn it, Danny. Well done, Danny. That's uh, five points for you. And again, if you Googled it, you'll bring the whole show down. But um, for you, Nathan, for four points, I was a rising star nominee in round 11, 1999. Adam Goods would go on to win the award with another Essendon player of the same name coming fourth. Ramanatskis? No. No, but that's who came fourth. Adam Reynolds, no? I'm going to stick with no. Okay. I like that clue. Essendon player of the same name. That was big from me. Um, um, no, stop. Sorry, no. Yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to clarify that clue because I can see where you're going because Adam Goods. Uh, the Essendon player that came fourth shares the name with the Who Am I? Oh, right. Oh, see, I, I read it down the way. My bad. Yeah, I, know. I know. That's fine. I'll just clarify that for you. For three points, I was traded to Fremantle. At the end of the 2006 season. Um, so well done earlier on six. with your first clue. 2006. Who went, who went, Gumbleton's gone over there. Not even in play. Gummy was, was drafted in 06 too. Yeah, um, uh, in the chat, yes, Phil. That is who got fourth. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah, here's where you should get it. This is where I'm oh, going to start judging you. For two points, I was famously reported for elbowing Cameron Ling, resulting in broken cheekbones and a broken eye socket. I was given the most severe suspension at the time for 11 years, which was an eight-week suspension. I don't know. Oh, it's iconic. Running past him with the elbow out. Cameron yeah. Ling, red hair going everywhere. Uh, that... Was he playing for Essendon at the time? I don't know that. Um, uh, well, no, he wasn't, because it's only a two-point clue. You should... Yeah, I've no idea. All right. For one point, a bit harder this week. 
I coached Gold Coast for three games. And what? I'm currently an assistant coach at GWA. Oh, really? Sam, um, 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 McVeigh, Mark McVeigh? Currently an assistant coach at GWS. Not Mark McVeigh, the other McVeigh? Nope. I Not am Dean. Oh, Dean Solomon? Yes. Dean Solomon, he was too from Broken Hill, but I don't think he came through Bendigo. That's where I was. Oh, again, that's wiki, so. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. I'm not going to argue with you, but, stuff, but hmm, I do um, memories from Broken Hill. And for those playing, I don't remember home, that pit on Ling either. Dean Rioli was the bloke who came fourth. In Hold the on, Dean Solomon. Yes, he didn't go play for Fremantle. Yes, he did. Don't do this to me. There's literally not. a photo. There's literally a photo of him on Wikipedia. I still got it open. I do not recall him going to play for, for Fremantle for a hundred game or for any game. Dean Solomon played. If I can just get my mouse out the way. No, I cannot believe uh, this. Thirty-three plus eighteen. So what, fifty-one games for um, from Andrew? Really? Yep. And he watching footy for... at. I'm pretty sure it was at GMHBA or you know Kidinia Park. I must have stopped um, watching him play for a while. Absolutely wrecked him. I don't recall that at all. Him playing for Fremantle. Well, that's not my fault, is it? Yeah, champion. No, no, it's not your fault at all because I'm old and my memory's faded. Um, that's yep. I, I do fact check slightly, so. Is what it is. That's one point. No, not even a point. I have to give that to you. No, I got nothing. I got yeah. nothing. Um, but well done to Danny, who got five points. And if well done, Danny. you're playing along and beat that, let us know. Uh, very quickly, I'm just going to read our votes because we both did do the same thing this week. Did we both do the same votes? We did. No. Yeah. Uh, but you can explain yours. I'll do mine. Caldwell, yeah, you do influential in the game. Huge. Um. Big Peter Wright, five goals, again, influential in the game. And I gave one to Laverde. Could very easily have been BZT, Merritt, among others. Laverde, uh, Langford, sorry. But I went mm. Lav because it was just obvious. It was a really obvious battle he had with Joe. And I loved it. Yep. And I reckon he was he was really up for it. Like, and I, I felt the same with Caldwell. They were, they were up for that fight. They were, they want That's what they wanted. They wanted to win those one-on-ones. I reckon that was really fun. And Peter Wright, I loved, like, he didn't start really well. Like, he got bumped out. Of, you know, he didn't take many. I don't, maybe he had a shot early in the first quarter or something or late in the first quarter. But as that second and third quarter, really found his, his you know, his way. And he, he just, you know, started demanding the footy, you know, like, get out of the space a few times. He said a few players. So it's been a while since I've been as excited about a big man in our club who I hope doesn't leave, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Um, what I loved, and I don't remember if it was Lynch, Alistair Lynch that picked up on it. One of the commentary team, maybe it was, um, no, it was Dunstall. I think it was a good forward. Yep. Picked up on it. And there was a great replay which showed the ball coming in from, say, the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. There's a left, as you look at it from behind the goals. Right went out to the right-hand mm-hmm. side, took his opponent out there. The kick went to the like left-hand top point of the square, the goal square. Yep. And he was able to run, jump, and take a pack mark. Yep. But again, it was what, sort of what we were saying about not having the opponent not having touch on him and all that, which was so obvious about Laverde. Yep. But giving himself space to run into and not getting... Because early in the season in particular, he just kept running under the freaking footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was an issue about him up at the Gold Coast. That was something... A big knock on him was that he would run under the footy, like. Yeah, but giving um, him that run and jump at the ball, he's so tall. If he hmm. gets that, and he's a great clunker, like he's yeah. not. He's and a he's good, good hand. Oh, oh beautiful! No matter that where one he that is, hit the po- that one that hit the post was fifty 
five, and it hit, and the commentators went, "It's hit middle, like it's hit, <laughs> like it hasn't just gone thud into the middle." Yeah, he had a couple of weeks ago. He hit the post, I think, against St Kilda from about twenty out, and it we really just about rocketed back to the fifty. We really need to probably stop talking about him because we do go on a bit. I just it's been a highlight. It's like him and Nick Coleman. How long, apart from Joe in twenty seventeen? How long since we've had a player kick that many goals? Be Lloyd. Well, String kicked forty last year, but that. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, but a lot of those came late, so he was never really in the Coleman. Conversation. No, no, was, oh, and neither's well, Pete. Not for really, because the but... Coleman was one last year with like about fifty, I reckon, wasn't it, or fifty-two? Yeah, it was it low sixties, I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and look, Nick Martin's and Ambrosio, like, there's some really great. This year's what we're going to take out of this is going to be these young kids and the development we've seen come in some of these players because, look, next year hopefully we can be a bit better, but it's going to be that 2024 and 25, and we're going to start to see a lot of these guys hit the 100-game mark, and that's when we'll start to see real development in our yeah. team because at the moment it's like it's Merritt, it's Stringer, it's Heppel, who are the older guys, and maybe Shield, I'll throw him in there. And then there's a, you know, there's a lot of guys like Langford who's, Maybe about to crack a hundred, or he's maybe just cracked a hundred. Parish might a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Parish should be around that mark as well. Um, and then it's the you know like Caldwell, it's Perkins, it's Draper, it's Durham, it's you know all those guys that are in about that thirty game mark. Yeah, that's the future. Um, we mm. will get a softer draw next year, being where we are now, which will be yep. of great. We'll assist. get a good draft pick. Get a nice little draft pick. Um. Just before we head into the comments, I want to talk about next week uh, against the Gold Coast, who are now officially solidly my second favourite team. That and game against Sam Richmond and I was so happy. Saturday was just beautiful. Um, <laughs> Goal after I've, the siren to Richmond. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not ashamed. I fist pumped. I got excited. It was just for one footy. Footy in that kicking a goal after the sirens massive. Unless it's against your team, everyone loves it. Who who doesn't yep. love that sort of stuff? Um, the fact it's Gold Coast, they've re-signed their coach this yep. or last week. Bit of faith. Some good 40 points down. I love Took Miller. No, um, I think 34 or something in the draft. No one yeah. wanted him. Um, just great stuff. Mm. But we do play them this week. So I'm going to reel back the compliments. I did laugh. Good Somebody test. did a, a, a double play thing of the, the Carmichael Hunt goal. Ah, uh, yeah. And Talking then this Richmond one. After the siren goals. How good. <laughs> I reckon Noah Anderson. Was it Noah Anderson? Might yeah, go no down Anderson. in a bit more history books than... Um, yeah, probably a better player. Yeah, a little bit. Um, we do play them this way. I think it's a good test because while they are, what, 12th? They, they're they they solid. I, they're playing they play very good, good footy. They have a good ruckman. They have a good midfield. Um, Chol and um, the other guy from Carlton... A big fella. Uh, oh, um, uh, the yeah, the forward. Oh my I god, actually, see, yeah, you all know who I mean. Um, yep. playing good footy. Chole has kicked a really surprising amount of goals this year. Yeah, he's like it about thirty, goals. I think, isn't he? Thirty-four goals this year for him. Yep. Um, Raul, and, and Miller and Anderson are good midfielders. They're um, the Ruckman's been playing great football. Um. Casbolt was the other one. Casbolt, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, no, look. Seriously, they're they're a good team, and then and and really, it's, gra- it's great for the AFL too that they are actually playing. Oh, good football. I'm I think so that's, happy that yeah. they've kept some players 
Like Took, like That's been hard. Brother, um, Light Rao. It's just good. Yep. Um, they are 32 points, so they're 11th. Mm. And their last two games have been very, very narrow losses to Collingwood and Port. So they could very easily be in that eight at the expense yep. of Richmond, funnily enough. <laughs> but again, with the whole pick three argument around, there's no shame in losing to Gold Coast now for a start. It's not like it used to be. I'll, I think we'll win, funnily enough. I just think is it up there or here? It's is in it Melbourne, 440 on Sunday. Oh, yuck. I hate that. Yeah, it is yuck. Man. I want to go because otherwise I'm not going to get to another game for the rest of the year. But Yucky time, though. It is a yuck time. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's a game I'm not really worried about because win or lose, like, okay, I kind of like Gold Coast and I kind of like pick three. Oh, look, I've felt that the last couple of weeks, the Sydney game, the Brisbane game, and it'll be the same this game, is that the results have changed since, you know, I'm actually sort of barracking for a loss because of the draft picks. But I also want us to play good footy. I want, you know. We love winning. It's all about winning. But to be honest, I'd happily to lose to Gold Coast. If we could beat Collingwood and Richmond on the run home, that'd be good enough for me. Okay, that's enough. And honestly, I'd Put the sticks away, boys. I'd cop losing to North just to stop them getting a priority pick. If we can beat Richmond, I don't care about Collingwood either. If we can beat Richmond last round and knock them out of the eight by winning and have them finish ninth, Stein truck up on a 10-year deal. Like, straight away. Does the talk, there's a less talk, you reckon, this week with Alice Clarkson? Yeah, results talk, winning talks. Yep. Um, we had a big chat about this last week, me and you, just yeah. on our lunch break. I'm pro-Clarkson, but I'm anti-sack and truck at this point. So I don't know where I'm at on that. Yeah, and, and my view is you don't move heaven and earth for one person. You... Nope. you it's all, not and about Chuck, Clarkson. And Clarkson's obviously been a great coach, but he's also had great people around him. He's yeah, had great... And had a good list. He's done really well in drafts, yeah. like, at the start of his, you know, team. So... It is a weird one. I think Truck deserves his third year, and I'm then saying. we can make a bit more of an assessment. Um, some comments. Not too many tonight. Um, Lachlan playing pretty bloody well for a bottom of a ladder team, or bottom team. Love my boys. Yeah. Mm. Go the Bombers. Uh, Wayne, sorry, but I need the really need the Bombers to lose this weekend. It's worth 27k to me. Um, whatever that oh, means, all the best. I will be barracking for the yeah. Suns for you. Um, expect a donation on next week's stream if we do lose. Yep. That seems fair. Buy us a coffee. Yep. Uh, Alfie, screw pick three. I want to win every game and grow in confidence, then come out hot next year. I um, agree in sentiment, no. but we seem to do that every year. So let's just get Yeah, Until we can turn around and win games at the start of the year, I don't see the point of winning games at the end of the year. It just, yep. it just it deflates out. We get the media right about us and we go into the start of the season. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, Phil, Phil's back. Phil's a regular contributor. How good was Ham on the weekend? Two disposals for three clangers. Yeah, standard. <laughs> That's great stats. Great stats, Phil. That's, you should become um, a stats man with that. Phil also... Oh, sorry, that is reloaded on me. Phil also liked Joe uh, Jai's game. Jesus, too many Jays. Jai's game gave Neil a bath. Um, yep. Also says, Harry Jones needs to lift Phil. He's been back for a little while now and hasn't had much of an impact apart from taking a defender away from Peter. I think that's the thing. He takes that. a defender away and he's getting experience. He's 20. Like, it's fine. He's got. Time. You were saying that he he's probably. We were talking um, earlier about 
if we were, you know, looking into the players, you know, the players' names been thrown around all over the place at this time of year. What are we after? Like, I don't think we're after a Dunkley. I, I just can't see where, how we'd get that. Like, we can't give up draft picks. I this don't is want the to thing. If we were like, you know, if we were going to look at that team and go, we're one player off a premiership, it'll be a key defender. But we're not. We've, we've got time. We've got time to wait for Reeb. We've got time to let BZT grow a bit more. Yeah. yeah. We've got time for all that. Yeah. Maybe. And depth in the forward line still. Stuart sitting yeah. there as depth. That's okay. Oh, well, Baldwin and Francis, we, we're not Baldwin, sure what... Yeah, we're not sure about Franger at the end of the year. Yeah, we're not Baldwin sure about Franger. Well, only 19, even yep. though he looks like an old man. He's only in 19. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Josh I said... I personally hope we don't chase a big-name player. I hope that's what we don't if do. We have, if we do, we haven't learned from the Shield debacle. And Shield that's has it. proven to be an okay player, but we're yeah. still a waste of two first-round draft picks. But at the moment, Shield and Smith have turned out okay. But at the, if you look at this... Sorry, not Smith. Shield and Stringer, Stringer have... But Smith, he, for all we know, he might not play footy again. Like I don't know how bad these knees are. Yep. And Saad left. So those four players, two have come on to be pretty good. And Stringer is still he's iffy with his whole body. Like We still yeah. worry about... If Saad, we, we moneyballed a little bit. We yep. got more than we paid for him. Definitely. But we um, went after Smith, and he's played one good year, really. One very good year, and then, yeah, got injured. Um, Josh says, I have a signed 2000 grand final Dean Solomon jumper. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Does it Fremantle? Does he go play Fremantle? No, well, 2006. He was a premiership player at Essendon. Just... I know he was. Sit down. The Frio period. Uh, Phil, again, gave three votes to Caldwell, two to Pete, and one to Merritt. But honestly, BZT, Lav, Langers, Hind, mm. Shield, any of them could be there with the yeah, one yeah. vote. Yep, I think that's a sign of a good win. Uh, Luke gave one vote to Ham. I think that might be satire. I still can't believe that we're like we're our best at 22 are pretty good, but at 23 and 24, we just turned to rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lee, Lee, oh, for God's sake, sorry, boys and girls. They're just, the comments like to reload and disappear. Uh, Lee says, don't want to lose to North Melbourne. We need to win that by five, by six or seven goals. Disagree because it's only percentage now between us and 13th. So yeah, well, we're equal wins with the next three teams above us, who are what GWS, Adelaide, and Hawthorne going up. Adelaide, Hawthorne, GWS. Yep. Yeah. So we're fighting um, out between those three to where draft picks will end up. Murray said Guelphie very underrated. We did think he had a good game. So. Yeah. No, Guelphie. Look, and I'm the first to admit I I don't like a lot of what like Guelphie. There was a few weeks ago he played a really good tagging forward role and it was great. But then the week after that, he sort of went back to sort of not doing nothing or not doing anything. So whereas this week, seeing him up on that sort of wing, as I, you know, I thought a lot of his possession came from that sort of area, um, he was really good, really, really good. Um, and I said Langford was excellent as a half forward. And seriously, Langford could play out as a half forward and be a very, very good one. He said his kicking's just beautiful, amazing. He's tall. He can take a mark. Yeah. He's clever. He gets space. He's got, you know. Yep. Mm. Love it. All right. Uh, can you just give me a tip, please, for the Gold Coast game? Well, I'm going to pick us. I, I still think that form is, you know, form is the thing. Confidence, confidence is the big thing. Um, and I think we're starting to build that. I'll pick us by 22. Okay. I'm going to pick us by three points. Bit of a thriller on Ooh. a Sunday afternoon. Maybe a week you could go after the siren. Peter Wright from 55 on the paint. Well, Peter Wright against his old team, yeah. Um, no disrespect to Gold Coast. I do quite enjoy their 
brand of footy. So, you know, we have a pretty crappy game to watch this week in the win. Let's have a good game next week and not worry too much about the result. It would be nice. Just a good game of footy. I would I would hope that it's a little bit more um, contestable. Well, it was pretty contestable. But I'd like to, see a bit more, to, I'd like to see us defend a bit better, to be honest. But that's a whole other issue. Um, if I'm going to put my crazy hat on, Peter to kick 10, take the lead in the Coleman, and we'll win by 13 goals. Jesus, that is your crazy hat. I'd go Peter to kick three. Well, as long as he some... keeps kicking a few, I'm happy. They've got some good defenders down there at um, the Suns, as they've yep. shown. Yep. Uh, is it Sam Day? One of them. I oh, know he's their forward. And he plays for Oh, okay. Don't worry. Don't mind me. Um, opposition analysis, not my forte. Clearly. There is, I think there is a Sam. There's another day at, but it's not the same day because Sam Day was an early draft pick for the Gold Coast. And he just, Will I think Day he plays did. for Hawthorne. That's the other day. Will Day, that's one. And what's interesting too, before we go, is that I was was looking at the, when I was thinking about this, I was looking at the Peter trade, the, the Peter um, Wright trade. And the articles back then talked about how with, now with Sam Day and Max, not Max King, the other King. What's the other ben King's name? King? Ben King, yeah. With those two coming on, you know, they found that um, Peter Wright was sort of wasn't needed. And I'm like, and since he left, like Sam Day's done a knee or maybe two, and Ben King's done a knee. And you think, gee, that's just horrible luck. They've done like, well out of Chol and Casbolt, but that really shouldn't be any sort of duo that works, to be fair. No, you're right. Um, but their best players are, you that's know. That's all like, about their midfield, ben, though. Yeah. You give them that sort of use inside 50, they're going to hurt because of their midfield is damaging. So, yeah. anyway, um, we might leave it there for yep. this evening. Thank you for listening, wherever you might be listening from. Um, again, no Thursday night review. We'll just be back this time next week for the Since we've review. stopped doing that, we've been winning. Yep, it's all because of us. Um, we will never podcast again on a Thursday night in the history of the Essendon football. We'll win a flag next year on that. Yeah, solid, <laughs> solid. All right, go Dons. Go Bombers.